What's up, and welcome everybody to the Los Wise Guys podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Lord Emperor Disco, accompanied by Dan. Um, How you doing, guys? Hey, I'm Dan. Dan. <laughs> <laughs> He's just here. I'm just here. I just show up. You know, just hang out with the guys. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Also known as the Papa Sun Killer, Dan is not just Dan. But we're here, and we have a very special episode for you all today, and uh, it's going to be focused on the review of Tetris, a movie that just recently came out, and uh, we're just going to give you the latest scoop on it, we a little review, our feelings, and uh, how we felt, some final thoughts, and just, you know, the all-around 411. <clears throat> And uh, don't forget to like, subscribe, and comment below. Uh, you know, if you like, uh, if you like what we have to say, you know, let us know. We, we appreciate that. We appreciate the engagement. Engagement. <clears throat> and uh, follow us at our social medias uh, down here: Instagram, Twitter, uh, YouTube. Uh, just follow our social medias. Yeah, check us out. We have some fun stuff, uh, fun links, uh, Lost Wise Guys clips, shorts, and whatnot. And uh, if you're not on the social medias, check out this website, the LosWiseGuys.com website, where you can find all our stuff. It's like a master list of all the stuff we do. We have the uh, our fantasy game league. We What's have called? all. What's it called? This guy. LWGFFGGWLW. <laughs> oh man, was, you almost had it. You were there. You were there for a bit. The uh, LWGFEGOS three. Uh, that's Los Wise Guys. I, I, I don't know what you just said. Season three. <laughs> Whatever he said, you can find it on our website. We, you know, we took a lot of time hooking it up. We have all our YouTube links, all our latest episodes, and all the stuff going on with us. So definitely check that out if you uh, if you got the time. It always helps. We appreciate. And one more, we don't have it on here right now, but also be sure to check us out. Normally live, this episode is not live, but you can see us live on twitch.tv slash those wise guys where you can see us as we record the episodes live for the most part usually uh, especially when we have all three of us um sadly Islam is no longer available to be on the podcast at the moment so he'll be back don't worry about it i just wanted to set it up and make it really somber <laughs> yep Islama mama we await your return from the great mountains of ramadan yep it's uh it's been a long time i was like damn where is Islam? I feel yeah. like he hasn't been on in a while. I miss his ass. It's, I feel like he's stuck he's, at like the just the halfway part of the mountain. <laughs> he's taking some extra time. You know, he's <laughs> married now, so you know yeah. it takes twice as long to get up the mountain. So yep. uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how it works, I guess. Because <laughs> they distract oh, you, you gotta go here now. They're talking to you. You just like <laughs> that's how Ramadan works. Um, yeah, <laughs> but. <laughs> uh yeah so you ready to get started uh tetris let's do it man yeah tetris movie oh yeah um, let, oh, me just, yeah. let me go ahead and let me share let my me, screen oh, here yeah. with, uh let's show a little bit of Pull the tetris little... uh let's see what we got here <laughs> tetris yeah it came out 2023 running 100 uh an hour and 58 minutes imdb ranked at 7.4 rotten tomatoes gave it an 82 and metacritic gave it a 61 if that matters to anybody i only really focus on the imdb yeah. i'm um, trying to see if i can get it so it looks like he's on the podcast as <laughs> i can sorry oh, i'm sorry guys I'll like, let that, you know. like that one time <laughs> get get hank on the podcast <laughs> yeah i thought he was like far enough to the left i was like i might be able to make this work but he has to be centered more <laughs> 
<laughs> like that one time we had Brendan Fraser on the on the podcast. Oh, Brendan yeah. Fraser from good, Whale from good, the Whale. Good times. Good <laughs> he was time. just chilling on the podcast with us. He had his own little <laughs> box. <laughs> Oh man. Okay, okay. So um the Tetris. Uh you want us just uh, start off with how you felt or Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so overall just general no spoiler reaction review. Yeah, 100%. I, so right. um for the Tetris, actually this is upsetting me. I'm going to just throw this logo in the corner real fast. The um <laughs> sponsored by the Los West guys. Uh no, <laughs> Tetris. Um I enjoyed it. I liked it a lot. Um I'm a gamer for anybody who follows podcasts. You know, I, we all play video games of some sort. Uh, I would say of the three of us, I, I play the games uh, a little bit more. And yeah. Um, yeah, man, Tetris is it's been around for forever. Um, I mean, this movie took place in what, mid 80s. And uh, yeah, man, I, I grew up with Tetris already being part of my life. My mom used to play a lot on the Game Boy. Um, you know, I played a decent amount. Uh, to this day, when my mom comes down to visit me, um, I bust out the Nintendo Switch and she's playing Tetris on there, and it's the Game Boy version. Um, so yeah, <laughs> it's, the it's nostalgia <laughs> that's yeah. sick. Oh yeah, and it's um, <clears throat> it truly is, and this game really hypes it up. It's like it's one of the greatest games ever. It is. Like I don't care what anybody says. Like it, it really is. Tetris truly is one of the greatest games ever. Tetris, Tetris, uh, Tetris Effect came out just a few years ago. And it was like game of the year contender and everything uh, where you were able to play it like in VR with these crazy uh, like you had awesome, amazing music, great visuals. And then if you didn't want to play VR, they had that version, too. And you were able to get not just the five. Uh, whenever you get five blocks, it's called the Tetris. Whenever you, they had made it so you could get I think it was like 10 where it's like you unlock a certain mode and you unlock 10 rows at once. And that's just like oh, wow. <laughs> so it's um, it's a great game. Uh, this was a very fun movie and uh, I enjoyed it a lot. It's crazy that they're still like improving on this game. Like it's such yeah. an amazing foundation. Uh, and uh, for me, I didn't even really know what to expect going into this movie. Uh, Dan kind of just re recommended it off the hip. I felt like, and I was like, oh, yeah. okay, I'll check it out. I, you know, I going into this movie, all I really knew about Tetris is that it it was popular. It it is popular still, and. Uh, I, I never knew like the background. I didn't know it was Russian or like, you know, yeah. all this uh, background information the movie kind of like uh, entails. And so it was kind of fun to to learn, learn all this like fun fact in these and uh, the struggle of what it was to actually get Tetris on the market over like, you know, around the world. Yeah. <laughs> um, all the different publishing rights, which is crazy. I mean, like as a gamer, it's like, you i mean it's it's common like tetris is like an old game um the imagery they show uh in certain versions of it you do see like russian imagery and stuff like that and then you hear the music and i was like okay so it's like it's one of those things where like growing up it's like i guess it is russian when i once i learned what russian meant uh because mind you like i said i was playing games when i was like three <laughs> so um once i knew what that was i was like okay so this is like a russian thing but it's like other than that i was like all right it's a game that exists and then i remember as i got older I would I like you know I, I like looking back at history and stuff and I did know that I was like okay so this was during during the 80s I was like that's a cold war that's interesting that there was a video game but I didn't know what entailed with all that and um we did an episode a little while back uh disco where we talked about our most anticipated movies of the year and this was on my list Tetris 
Um, so I was, I was, I've been like the first time, the moment I saw the trailer, I was like, I need to watch this movie. Cause I was like, I was so intrigued. Uh, me being a gamer and me being a fan of Tetris, I need to know the story, you know? Yeah. And they did a fantastic job of, of telling that story too. I, uh, the drama was great. The pacing was great. The, um, the clashing of cultures was great. You got like this Dutch American guy, <laughs> Dutch guy that grew up in New York and lives <laughs> in Japan, like, and now he's in Russia. So it's like you got this yeah. crazy like uh, mixture of of cultures, especially like uh, for this guy, he's married to a Japanese woman, and he he just goes to Russia to to get these rights because he put his whole wealth on it. And uh, I guess spoilers, general spoilers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but uh, it was just a fun tale to kind of follow and how he put everything on the line for this uh, the this game. Like, And, you know, we take it for granted because uh, it's just so widely available now and, and it's just second nature to us. It's a fun game and you can't deny how, how fun it is too. It's, and it's how simple... Addictive. How yeah. simple it is. It's just like, you know, four cubes come down in different shapes and it's like, oh, I can beat it. And then, you know, yeah. you, you pick up the pacing and it gets more intense and it's it's thrilling. And then yeah. such a simple concept and, and you got to give it up to the creator. Uh, man, what's his name? Alexi, Alexi. Hadjinov. And that is just genius work right here. Genius level work. And uh, it's amazing what you can do with, Sixteen yeah. bits. What was it? Sixteen bits. He said, or eight bits. <laughs> I think it, I think it was eight bit. I thought, yeah, because this is Game Boy. Yeah, it would have been eight bit. Yeah. So, and I, <laughs> since we're in the spoiler territory, uh, that one scene where he like they showed him the Game Boy, and yo, I thought I thought it was funny how he like that moment programmed Tetris. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. And like, I guess with eight bits, you can really because like it's. You go in there, you just type in the code and you get it in there. Yeah, yeah. Disco, what I tell you, like when when he was just like, so Tetris is synonymous with the Game Boy. Like when you think of one, you think of the other. They go hand in hand. And um, like in the trailer, I remember they kind of like they showed off like the trailer. The trailer they kind of spoiled it. It was just like they're gonna reveal the Game Boy. And I was like, all right. So it's like I feel like that would have been a cool moment as a surprise in the movie. But it still didn't let me down. Like when they showed the when they were unveiling it, and the guy was like, "Okay, so I don't trust you. I need you to sign this NDA." And he's like, <laughs> "So he's going to show him something." I was like, "What?" It was like, "Wait a second. He's talking to Nintendo of America." And then right there, I was like, "Holy shit! He's about to see the Game Boy." And I was this guy. I was losing my fucking mind like a little kid on Christmas for something so stupid. It's like I already know what's going to happen, and I was just so excited because like this is the first ever handheld device. Like, and this is the ultimate at the time handheld device. So it's like holy shit, the Game Boy, and then you have this a phenomenal game, Tetris, is going to sell the copies, and the Game Boy is like one of the greatest selling consoles in history still, So, and Tetris yeah. is a big part that, of that. They they did such a, God, such a good job of delivering that scene because even me, like not even like a crazy gamer not knowing, yeah. like, I, didn't, I didn't put the pieces together until they finally yeah. just showed me. I was like, <laughs> but even at that moment, I was like, oh, oh my God, the Game Boy, like <laughs> This cube of fun and Such joy good... and entertainment. How many kids are just gonna throw hours, wow. endless hours, and the whole even just the conversation is just like, oh wow, yeah. eight bits, and like you can see him getting like a, yeah. a metaphorical heart on, like that's amazing. Yeah. Like, it's like, does it do colors? <laughs> like, no, that costs too much money or something like that. And, and then they reference like... the batteries. It's like, yep. oh, it'll be eight batteries instead of four. You know? Yeah. 
And I was shocked that they get 30 hours off that. I was like, that's oh dude, yeah. The Game Boy just the Game Boy just lives. I never I don't honest to God, the my original because I still I, I mean I don't know if it's here, but somewhere I own my original Game Boy. And uh <laughs> I don't remember ever switching batteries out because I was like, Oh my god, I'm in the middle of the game, it's gonna die. I was like, No, I would look at it years later. I'm like, okay, I gotta pop batteries in it. Never had that <laughs> issue. Game Boy color, not the same thing. Game Boy Color, I feel like every week I was popping in new batteries in that some bitch. I don't know what was happening with that thing. Oh, man. <clears throat> Side note, I had a Game Boy Pocket and nice. uh, a red one, and I love this thing. Da, 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 I used to play all the time. I used to even play it in the bathroom. Not the best idea. And so one time I was playing Pokemon while like handling my business, and it fell into the toilet while I was battling this this uh, this Pokemon. Yeah. And and I was like, "Was it a fire type Pokemon? Because you probably would have won." <laughs> I, I don't really remember, but I just remember being in shock. And then I was like, "Oh no!" I went. If you were in shock, it, it was electric. But now go ahead. Pulled it out. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. I pulled yeah. it out, and it was all like dirty, and it like it turned yeah. off. I let it like put it in rice and let it sit. Eventually, I got a new one, and I, I ended up giving that one to my my uh, my cousin. Do they ever and, know? Uh, that that it was in a toilet i think like years after i told them okay after the fact <laughs> i was really hoping they didn't know i was like hey just let them let, tell them to watch this episode <laughs> <laughs> oh man that'd be hilarious no but i uh, you know i watched it as best i could whatever, whatever. <laughs> it was a hand-me-down you know that's yeah. why you never that's why you can never uh you know have hand-me-downs or anything <laughs> no but uh, that's my Game Boy story. Uh. <laughs> I, I I got I got one that's pretty interesting. It's um so I had a couple. I had like the regular Game Boy and I had a Game Boy Advance. I did have at one point in my life I did I did have two Game Boy Colors at the same time. So the way this worked was I, I my parents bought me a Game Boy Color. My parents think you know they always got me anything I wanted growing up. They're great parents. So I had the Game Boy Color. It was the purple one that was like see through that everybody had. I had that one. Loved the thing. It was amazing. Um. Battery life could have been better, but that's neither here nor there. And then I remember uh, I played Pokemon Red on there a lot, along with other games. Then Pokemon Yellow came out, the Pikachu edition. And mm. I really wanted it. So I told my parents, they're like, okay, they're going to get this. And this has happened like three or four times in my life where my parents just do not do any communication with one another. And they both basically buy me the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, this has happened multiple times in my life. Um, so this was one of the first times where I really wanted Pokemon Yellow. So my mom bought me Pokemon Yellow, the Pikachu version. I was like, oh, this is great. This is awesome. I'm opening up the gift and my dad's pissed. I don't remember if it was Christmas or my birthday, whatever it was. My dad's just like, really? <laughs> this is like, what? He got me the Pokemon Yellow Pikachu Game Boy edition. So it's like, so I had two Pokemon Yellows, plus I had the, the Pikachu edition for one of them. Plus I already had my regular Game Boy Color. <laughs> <laughs> so at this point it's just like okay we have to return one i was like all right i'm, I'm all for that i wasn't i wasn't a stingy kid i was like all yeah. right that makes perfect sense and i was like what do i do do i keep the pokemon version of the game boy with the poke with the pikachu or do i just return the thing and i really sat there and i was thinking and i was just like this is one of the first times i feel like <laughs> i made a very smart decision as a child i was like take the special edition game boy back just give me the cartridge and the, my parents were like, you sure? This is like a cool Game Boy thing. I was like, yeah, but you were already willing to spend the money, so I could just use that money to buy another game. <laughs> 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 Worked That's out. Fine. I got I got something else out of it. I think I got like a... So you swapped the games and, I sw I and swapped the, the game, game Boy? I swapped the special Game Boy and the 
and that and that Pokemon, that yellow, because it was two things. I yeah. gave both of those things up, and I was able to buy like two or three games with the money from yeah. that, like two or three Game Boy games. So I could, just, I already have a Game Boy. I don't need a. Why would I get the special yeah. edition one? It's worth more yeah. than just giving back the cartridge. It's intelligent. Yeah, that's smart though. Oh, Look at yeah. you, little hustler over there. You're oh, like, yeah. hmm, same thing happened with the PSP. Manipulate the situation. Oh wow. Yeah. It, it seems with game consoles, they just <laughs> they don't know. They don't know. They don't talk. But no, that's, that, I mean, that's my that's my Game Boy uh, color uh, and story. Mm. I think I had a Game Boy, a lime green Game Boy color. Oh, uh, nice. I, don't even, yeah. I don't even remember what happened to that thing. But... Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, no. I mean, anyway, this movie was great. Um, Real quick, the, the main actor here, uh, I'm going to mess up his name, Taron uh, Egerton or Egerton. Phenomenal job. Yeah. Uh, anytime I see him, I'm like, okay, you're the guy from um, The Kingsman. That's all, you know, he's the kid from The Kingsman. And then I was just like, oh, no, wait a second. You're also, um, what's his name? The singer. Uh, oh, fuck. Uh, who, uh, Lion King. Who sang Lion King on the piano with the glasses? Oh, uh, P- um, Elton dang. John. Thank you, Disco. Elton so, John. yeah, you I also you. played Elton John. So it's like, I always think of it was that. Now I'm like, all right, you're Mr. Tetris now. Uh Hank something or <laughs> Hank Rogers. Thank I like how Rogers. they it was Hank Rogers too, not Hank. <laughs> I was gonna look that up. Was it Hank or was the <clears throat> it was, was H H E N K? I thought they were doing that because like they're in Japan and you know like I feel like it'd be like Hank, you know, oh, okay. just change say it differently. But it's actually written here on the cast too, like Hank. Okay, cool. with the, All with right, the so e. it is. Yeah. So I was just like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I was like, I couldn't tell if that was a typo in the subtitles or if it was just. <laughs> that's actually nah, his name. he did a phenomenal job though like great actor going through the ups and downs and he, he he saw the potential in this like even from the beginning just like he's like what is that and like that first five minutes with tetris just sold him and he put his <laughs> almost his entire life stakes really uh his yeah. late savings and he put the his reputation on stake he put everything yeah. at stake to get yeah, these literally rights. bet the house on it yeah <laughs> yeah to get these rights to tetris because it was it was that good it was yeah that revolutionary and, and the game really is like it's so it's addicting like you said and yeah um it's it's just funny to see how this addicting game came out of russia and at the time soviet union uh was was kind of in control of russia and so everything was micromanaged and everybody had to fall in line and so they the alexi didn't really have control over his game Mm -hmm. (laughs) and so he like he leaked it out or something um yeah so it's not so much he leaked it out it's like he just made a game and then he shared it with uh some friends and those friends made copies and shared it with friends and then you had that one guy um stein was it robert stein or something yeah that was his thing he would go around and (laughs) i guess we're in spoiler territory at this point but yeah, uh yeah. yeah so he would go around and he would buy the rights to games so he could license them out and he came across tetris was like okay i'm gonna buy this and they're that's when the company was like can we sell it i'm like i guess <laughs> they didn't know so they're like that's how he got out yeah and um yeah that's basically where the whole movie is it's like who actually has the rights to this stuff yeah like, kgb's getting involved <laughs> like there's just a lot of shit happening it, it, it got so intense really and then like the uh the technicalities of uh, of the contracts and like yeah. the ins and outs and how the yeah. console and the PC like this distinction became a factor and yeah, how do you define to, PC? Yeah, exactly. it was really fun to see uh, the Russian dude uh, Bel- Bel- 
Bella, I forgot his name. Um, I was gonna say Belichick, but no, he was the one. He, Bella, he Bella the, Kev or something. Uh, yeah. So anyway, he was in charge of like running the contracts, and so it was funny how they all showed up without communicating with each other. Stein and the uh, oh, and he's Maxwell. just playing them against each other. To and yeah, and he's deal. running. He's like, why does he keep leaving? And I, I thought that was a really fun and playful oh, yeah. scene. And uh, <laughs> and then you just see him formulating the best plan in his head. He's like, okay, well, you're playing me here. And then he's like, the then he comes back to uh, Hank and he's like, does this define PC? like does this like and he's yeah. like yeah it's good and he's just running everything he's <laughs> learning like on the spot and it was so fun to watch it was a uh, uh props to apple plus man apple plus has been so good i honestly i love a lot of their content they they have a good eye like whoever is like managing their content they mm-hmm. they have a very unique eye because I, I really like severance uh, ted lasso's amazing um uh, they have C on on Apple Plus and and like so so many more shows. Uh, and well, uh, not this past Academy Awards, but the one before it, they had that one um, Denzel Washington movie that was like nominated for Best Picture and everything. That was an Apple, you know. Apple oh TV yeah, yeah, exclusive. yeah. It had like an interesting name. I think I know. It, it was a. It's based off one of the Shakespeare things. I think it was Macbeth. <clears throat> Macbeth. I'm not sure. Yeah. So uh, kudos to to Apple Plus for for giving movies like this a chance and, and enough of a financial uh a capability to produce something so uh, entertaining because yeah uh, i i really enjoyed it and it, like if you're into dramas and if you're lightly even remotely into games you, you're you're gonna love it um yeah just the fact that nintendo's involved and you get to see like this old kind of old school nintendo and and like we mm-hmm. mentioned before the reveal of the game boy and the how they had to fight for not only game rights but arcade rights and then the portable gaming rights like and this is a uh where the gaming industry is like revolutionizing and huge steps you know jumping away from like the atari and the original nintendo and you know lifting off to the next generation and it's really cool to see that that and now like think about it it's so crazy it's like when they finally got the official final contract they literally had to flee the country that moment because the kgb was coming after them so it's like they got the contract they got the rights to license the game for i think it was everything at that point right it was handheld uh console and pc um yeah yeah and arcade rather uh and it became this really epic battle between mirasoft and and the bulletproof uh whatever hanks i forgot it was, yeah, that was force yeah. or something uh battle between them where it became like the had stein in the middle was just like i'm gonna sell it to atari and the owner like, of maxwell was like bribing uh the kgb guy and then hank was actually had nintendo backing him so they're actually giving yeah. him like real money and so it's like <laughs> a lot of and then you had uh something would it be i keep forgetting his name but the, uh, the russian he, guy yeah i can't I'll, I'll, yeah I'll up if you want to keep going um so he he's like mastermind belikov um so he, he he's like also another factor because he's trying to do what's best for his country and like bring money to them instead of letting the kgb like kind of ruin everything and continue to run the, the country into the ground and you know the people are kind of losing faith in them as well and you get to really see the landscape of of russia and, and the world really honestly yeah. and uh so it's really cool to see all these factors kind of come into the same room and they're all playing off each other and yeah. 
and eventually, you know, Nintendo won. They came out the victor, and, and it's very interesting to see what what would happen if if it didn't happen like that. You know, what would oh, Nintendo yeah. be? And and that goes back to like the that Game Boy reveal scene too, uh, which I forgot to mention was when he he was saying like, you know, if you want to hit like a million of viewers or five hundred thousand, I forgot whatever number. It was, you know, yeah, he said Mario, like a, you Mario get like a million there. players for you'll get, like you'll get a bunch of. You'll get a bunch get, of kids, and you know yep. Mario's good. But if you want to get everybody, put Tetris like with your yep. Game Boy console bundle, <laughs> and uh, and he was right. He was right. Yeah, such a... Like like I said, literally that my mom was at the Tetris. Like you know, so it's like right there, <laughs> like proof. Like somebody who's not really a gamer. Now, granted, it's funny. I say my mom's not a gamer, and she's definitely not. But like I, she, I've gone up against her in Tetris, uh, Doctor Mario. We used to have wars back in the day. Uh, over who's better than Dr. Mario. I've way surpassed her now. And um, <laughs> the first time I ever played Grand Theft Auto San Andreas two-player, I was the one driving the car while my mom was doing the drive-bys and murdering people. So, yeah, my mom <laughs> is not a gamer, but she has dabbled in plenty of games. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. It's, it's great that you have those memories. And, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and Tetris really is, like... It really can be played by anyone. Like you can like make it not super advanced, so it like stays a steady pace for you yeah. and to your level, or you know you could push yourself <laughs> and really like speed it up and make you have to really have reflex time and and thinking yeah. capacity to be fast. It really... so there's that. I, there's one thing that I that I that I did upset. I mean, we're we're talking about how much we love the movie, and I I did really like the movie. But there's one thing I feel like that was a letdown was the. Um, Video game music plays a huge part in gaming, and Tetris has one of the most iconic um, video game like songs like in history. It's like you hear it. Oh, that's Tetris. And granted, that's something I, f- I forgot what it is. That's some type of Russian theme or something that they just made an eight-bit version of it and put it in Tetris. But um, like it played a, a couple of points here and there in the movie, but they never really talked about it. Now. I, I get it. I get that um, the game wasn't fully developed at that point. Um, it was still in the process of being made, but it's just like we we know as a, as a people, like when the game got shipped out, especially on Game Boy, it had that song in there. I would have liked something, something that talks about like the one of the most iconic sounds and songs in video gaming history. Because um, like they, they yeah. showed off uh, how like when the, when you first play the game, it's like you would get rid of one block at a time. And then when yeah. Hank was visiting Alexei at his, his apartment in Russia, he came up with the idea. It was like, oh, if we do five in a row, everything drops down. I was just like, that's amazing. So like they added oh. that in there. And then we got to see, oh, that's when they came up with the idea together. Let's do that where you get what's called what later becomes called a Tetris where it gets all five of them. Yeah. Like I would have liked to have seen something with the song. You know, I feel like that was a, that oh, was a missed opportunity. That- that was that was a really great scene though to see that like them bouncing off ideas and and you get to see really alexi kind of really have fun with his you know his seed child and his baby like and somebody that has is just as passionate about it and they're just like making it better on the spot and he's like oh well how about this boom 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 boom, boom." and you really it's really fun to just see them kind of have that interaction and uh um that's one thing I wanted to say about Alexi was um, the guy who created like one of the greatest video games ever in this movie. You see how much shit he went through. Like, I mean, a bit, and it cut, it goes back to like, he even talks about his dad, how his dad, I forgot what they said disco, but he, he leaked some type of something got out that wasn't supposed to get out or something. 
and his dad was basically like shunned by everyone to the point that like yeah. it affected Alexi's family forever. And then Alexi like grew up just like I don't want to have that happen to my family. And then here he is, creates his game, it gets out of the you know, it gets out of Russia and everything. And at that point, it's just like you know, the KGB is coming after him. They beat the shit out of him. They keep on like, like following him and threatening him in front of his kids and threatening his kids. Yeah. Um, they kick him out of his apartment, which was the apartment he lived in his entire life. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, that it's like crazy. he he went through a lot of shit, man. He and, sacrificed uh, so much and put so himself and and his family. And he didn't get anything. They, well, they and at the time, he wasn't getting anything for the game either. He wasn't getting they, any type of monetary value. Being in the Soviet Union, they could have easily just like killed him for like you know just any little excuse, and uh, so he really, really was putting his life on the line and his yeah. and his family's lives, and he almost almost did just as much as Hank. You know, it's crazy, yeah. and that's why it's cool uh, at the end where they show the after the credits where you see like the like where it's like he Hank uh, Hank sends him a, a ticket to go move in with him, and it's like they start the Tetris company together. With Hank and Alexi, oh, yeah. they start their own company, and it's cool because then they show um, after the credits, they show like the real people, uh, where you get to see like you know what they looked like and stuff. Then you see Hank and Alexi; it's like they looked like they became like best friends, like they really got along, and that showed in the movie. Right. Like they were two very similar people that came from two very different worlds, and uh, they just they meshed, you know. Yeah, and uh, it was really cool because like on top of all that Alexi sacrifice, you know, it was kind of big for him to put all his trust, all his eggs in this foreigner. And then, and then, like you said before, as soon as they signed the deal, they had to like get the heck out of Dodge, like, get out of Russia. So yeah. it's like, you, you're pretty much helping this guy. They had this crazy, like Russian, uh, the car scene. Uh, and it was, it was pretty cool. It was pretty, it was okay. Yeah. But, and then you see him kind of like get Hank out of there. And then it's like, it's a big moment of trust. Like, are he is he gonna come back for him is are they yeah. gonna keep in touch and because he uh hank promised him like uh that he's gonna get royalties or some sort of like uh reimbursement or, or compensation yeah. for uh for creating probably one of the best games of all time and uh and 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 then like you said they do they, he does come back yeah. for him and that's really cool that you know uh Hank didn't just use him as a as a way to get uh, save his fortune because he put yeah. it all on the line and, and they really did create this foster this friendship and, and camaraderie during uh, be, uh between games uh, creating yeah. games because yeah, at that point like this his, yeah his company bulletproof at that point was basically publishing what very well at the time could have been the greatest game out there like he didn't need to go back for Alexi but he did. You know, then like like you said, that's that's a great thing. They formed a bond. They went through hell together at that point. And um, not only that, like Alexi was so ahead of the game. I mean, I feel like most people probably would have been at that point. I feel like we didn't live in Russia. We don't currently live in Russia. We don't know what it was like with the KGB, but I'm sure, you know, people from there do. And he knew, like, for example, the interpreter, Sasha, uh, he knew from the, the beginning. The translator. Yeah. He knew from the beginning <laughs> that she was KGB. And it's like they kind of alluded to it early on um when it's like when when um when hank brings her into like the the elorg building and he's yeah. talking to uh belikov and then at one point he says to hank it's just like hey you shouldn't um don't come back it's like you should go go home or go whatever and she doesn't fully translate it she translates part of it and it's like at that yeah. point it's like that's weird what it is what it is and then then you see when uh alexi's giving them a ride home 
And Alexei's just like, yeah, whatever, just call me. And then he writes down on a note the address because he doesn't want her to hear in the back. He doesn't want her to know what's going on because right off the bat, he knows she's KGB. So it's crazy. It's like uh, they, you have to live in a world knowing like you can't fucking trust people, you know? Trust no one. Paranoia <laughs> done yeah. a thousand. You know, I didn't even pick that up. That's, yeah. that's clever. That's awesome. That's uh, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, Lexi was ahead of the game. I, <laughs> it also just like the fact that they planted this translator and like got her yep. to get attached to Hank and like, you know, cause Hank was seeing a bunch of translators and, uh, so I'm wondering, like, were they all kind of like plants? So, like, you know, what? we don't know. That's the KGB. So That's like, how fucking crazy it is. <laughs> until he just picked, finally picked one, because eventually you gotta get a translator. Yeah. It's like so. It's it's crazy just to see how, just how deep <laughs> the Russian, the Soviet Union ties like ran in in just their little culture alone, just in that little. <laughs> it's uh. It's, <laughs> It's mind blowing. Just yeah, dude, really not to really not be able to trust anyone. <laughs> You're being bugged at all times, or like you know, it, it's crazy. Communism yeah. is, <laughs> and, and they really world. were. They really were being bugged at all times. And uh, <clears throat> one thing we didn't mention real quick is uh, Gorbachev was in the movie. Um, you know, president of the USSR at times at the time, uh, where he shows <laughs> up late on late in the movie, and he was friend. Uh, apparently, he was friends with um. Uh, let me see if I can find his name. The 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 father of the other company, Disco. Uh, Maxwell. Oh, he, uh, he was friends Maxwell. with Robert Maxwell. Uh, and then it's just like all these things where he's, Maxwell's like trying to make it look like he's looking out for his friend and looking out for like, oh, you're all about communism. I'm trying to help you out. And he's like, and then Gorbachev was just like, bro, communism's fucking dead. And like, I'm just, I'm doing <laughs> what I can at this point to try to survive. And then shortly after, that's when they do the whole, they, they tear down the wall and um basically the 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 toll that's the time period of when uh the ussr was pretty much done and uh hence the reason why hank was able to bring alexi out of the country and do all that uh because they you know communism failed and you were seeing that throughout the movie where you have the one guy who was like head of kgb or whatever where he was just like trying to look out for him and you see that um that uh capitalism was just like fighting its way into russia pretty much (laughs) <laughs> slowly tapping its way even the kgb i was just like yeah, yeah that's know. what i'm saying like he's just said, like he's, he's dead just pay me i'm trying to get out like i'm yeah. trying to get ahead and uh it's just funny because uh at the end of the day tetris ended communism it's, a, it's an amazing movie just like rocky yeah. ended the cold war <laughs> rocky four tetris yeah. and rocky they go hand in hand oh i i, I saw a video uh interview with the side note this is a tangent doesn't have to do with tetris okay. but since we covered rocky in the past i just want to say it real quick yeah, sure. um sly it was an interview and he was saying how uh dolph lundgren actually knocked him out um while they were recording because there yeah. wasn't like any special effects so uh stallone was actually like uh told dolph like hey hit me fall through like so yeah. it can look real and apparently Dolph like hit him so good that he passed out and didn't wake up for like four and a half days or something. And like, Jesus. he like destroyed the sack around his heart membrane, some crazy Jesus. thing. Of it. <laughs> yeah. So he just aired him, like knocked him out. And Stallone, like he thought he was going to die. You know, he, he just, everybody thought he was going to die. So, uh, but he That's didn't, crazy. he woke up and, you know, they continued and clearly it became like a phenomenal hit movie. But yeah. it, I thought that was such a fun fact, like, especially cause we covered it and I was like, yeah. oh man, I wish, I wish we could have mentioned that. Cause that's so, 
That's sick. Dolph Lundgren's just so strong. <laughs> Think about this from Dolph's uh, Dolph Lundgren's point of view at this point. Like this is Rocky Four. So Sylvester Stallone is uh, one of the biggest stars in the world. Like he's a mega star at this point. Dolph Lundgren. I mean, he. I, I'm pretty sure this was like his first movie. I could be wrong about that. Later on, he does like, um, like, uh, what is it? He, uh, he Man or whatever the fuck it is. He does one of those things. Yeah. Um, so it's like he did that stuff. So it's like, think about it. You're like this young up and coming actor, and you might have murdered <laughs> Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, yeah it's <laughs> like, insane. Correction you know? though, he woke up after he got hit. He woke up on a plane to the hospital. He was in the hospital for four days. That's got to correct what I said a little. I think um, that's that's the plot of Rocky Five, sort of. Because like, think about it. The way Rocky <laughs> Five starts, he's in the shower, and then he's just like, yeah, he hit me so hard, he broke things that can't get fixed. Like that's what Dolph did to him in real life. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, for real. That's <laughs> that's where he got the plot from. Rocky Five. I wonder. Like, I wonder how Dolph felt though. He's just like, did I just kill the man? Yeah, <laughs> like you were saying, yeah, that that yeah. that must have been. Please lift. He's like, oh. <laughs> I need this job. Well, you know, he was like, I think he was like a scientist or some shit before that. I don't know if you know. Dolph Lundgren is like one of the most intelligent people ever. Oh, uh, I did not yeah. know that. That's incredible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but Rain um, and bronze. <laughs> pretty much. But yeah, man. Um. Anyway, back to this Tetris. Okay, so by I'm gonna leave that tangent to go to another tangent real quick. Of course. <laughs> so this Tetris movie is cool because you kind of like get to see how something was made, something that became this big phenomenal impact. Um, there's a show out there in Paramount Plus, The Offer. Phenomenal, phenomenal show. It's uh, it's about the making of The Godfather and all the shit they went in through it, and literally the the mob was legit involved. Like the mafia tried to stop this movie <laughs> from being made. And the producer had to become friends with like one of the, like the heads of the mafia where they were just like, he and the head of the mafia came up with this, like this, this Italian American like thing where it's just like, Oh look, we're good people. And then behind the scenes, he's like that one of the heads of the mob. And like, he gets shot in this whole thing while the producers like in stage, like the producer gets like kidnapped by like one of the most worst, like, killers and all this stuff like bro like this is them trying to make the godfather like they had to go do scenes in italy they go to italy and then it's just like legit when they get there the mafia is just like all right so you pay us and then we're gonna do it's like the italian mob at that point uh and it's just like all this crazy shit that he had to go through just to make this movie um so it's like it's i always like seeing that (laughs) stuff you know the real life dangers just to create this like create this piece of art like you're really going through it with the real dangerous people that get yeah, off you they'll and, whack uh, you quote yeah, unquote and, whack you for whatever and that's the thing it's like these these are like true stories but they're entertaining like disco what did we talk about last week wu-tang look at the shit they went through just to create wu-tang like you know it's like that's seeing true. that's true you, you know seeing like somebody like uh or a group of people have whatever like seeing how they created one of the most impactful things in history, whether it be a game or a movie or a musical group, it's like they go through hell. And that's a great story right there. That's like great storytelling at its key, you know, uh, at its core rather. Um, so it's, I don't know, Tetris just adds to that. To get to get a little philosophical, they say you have to destroy to create. And this mm-hmm. is like, it's just everything with art, you know. You have, these people sacrifice, they just pretty much blow up their lives just so they can really chase down this dream and then and, and make it happen and create this new uh, future that only like pretty much only they could see. And it's like their job is to make it come a reality. And it, it's really cool to see that. Um, 
<laughs> come to life. Uh, I'm trying to get him out of here, and I forgot how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, he just looks like he's judging you now. There you go. <laughs> yeah, man. There we go. So we've had him on the screen long enough. <laughs> um, but yeah, man. Now that's. Uh, I mean, do do we do you have anything else to say on uh, Tetris? I think we we. Uh, I mean, we spoiled some moments, but I mean. I feel like we did a good enough job where it's like, I don't want to give everything, everything yeah. away. Like definitely go watch the movie. No. Yeah. It definitely like, you probably have the premise, but it's, you definitely have to go watch it to really get the whole gist of everything yeah. and uh, really see the in little micro interactions because it really was a lot of variables, a lot of uh, so much going things, on. a lot of stars had to align for it to happen. And yeah. we didn't even talk about like his family, like Hank's family. Like, yeah. That yep. was another plot point in the movie where at the very end, they reveal his daughter goes on to, become ceo of the tetris company oh so, yeah so, yeah so it, it all kind of ties in together and yeah. uh i uh okay final final thoughts on on uh on tetris uh i don't think i would watch it again mm-hmm. but if for a first time watch it was it was uh definitely worthwhile uh i'm not gonna say it was like legendary oscar winning or whatever the award is for movies uh but definitely, definitely worth a watch if you have nothing else to watch. And, and if, like I said earlier, if, if you have any inkling to games, any affinity for games, if you played games when you were younger, maybe, uh, I think you would get a lot of out of this movie because it does bring some nostalgia. And like, like we said, you get to see like the making of the Game Boy. And I feel like that's impacted a lot of people and bring back a lot of nostalgia. And just to see how big Nintendo was back then in the 80s, just making all these huge power plays. It's dropping 25k back then like it's nothing and yeah, <laughs> i bet you know to fuck with. <clears throat> back then that's probably like a 100 grand or like some crazy amount um but uh so if you can really like uh, immerse yourself into this world because it is a drama and you know it's not fast paced like john wick or anything so if you're if you're not into those like slower paced kind of drama type movies you may not enjoy it but uh overall if you do you're, you're probably gonna love this movie it's, a, it's definitely a fun watch absolutely no um i agree with you for the most part i i i probably would watch this again it's not one of those things where it's like i'd go out of my way to watch it but it's one of those things where let's say my dad comes down to visit and he's looking for a movie I'm like hey check this out or my mom because you know she played charters like hey check this out and i'd probably sit there and watch it with them it's one of those movies where it's like if i'm showing somebody i'll probably sit down I'm like yeah i want to see it again um i enjoyed it enough um, like you said, it's not the greatest movie in the world. Uh, the performances, they were great. Um, we didn't talk about everybody because there's so many people in this movie. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, there's that. And then there's so much stuff going on. So great movie. I highly recommend it. Um, like Disco said, if you're into gaming, I would do it. But even if you honestly, if you're just a movie person, I would do it, too. Just like because like the drama is there, you know? Yeah. Like there's a lot that goes into it. Um, and one fun fact, uh, another quick recommendation. Uh, I just want to say paramount plus as well i think it's on there uh really really good documentary called the console wars where they cover uh with this time period basically where nintendo or maybe a little bit after where nintendo is the number one game console in the world and then there's this upstart company that wants to take over called sega and it is such a good <laughs> documentary holy shit uh they they cover all that and then they cover like the first playstation when the playstation comes out and just fucking change the game so it's like Really, really good documentary. That's something where I would suggest you, if you're a gamer, you watch it. But uh, if you like documentaries, just watch it too. It's really, really well done. Really good documentary. But that's on Paramount. You said Paramount Plus. At least that's where it first came out. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's called Console Wars. 
Um, but um, yeah, dude, there's like some like backstabbing shit that went on there. Like people would leave one company to the other. Like they had press conferences where they would just fuck with each other. It was crazy. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> but um no it, but uh this as far as this movie goes definitely i i give it two thumbs up i i i do recommend this to pretty much anyone um definitely definitely give it a shot yeah 100 percent um you want to get the banners ready uh yeah or do you want to do or, the, or uh... actually oh no we're moving on to my thing yeah uh all right okay well next up uh we have my little segment where I review TV shows, movies, anything that kind of pops up. And uh, so this week, I wanted to focus on a show that came out on Netflix, I believe this week or last week. Yes, it's called Beef. Let me share my screen real quick so I could uh, show you this little picture. Boom. Okay. Can y'all see that? Can you see that? There it is. Yep. <clears throat> the show is called Beef, starring... Ali Wong and Steven Yoon. Um, it also has uh, Young Mazzino, David Cho, uh, Mia Serafino, uh, and, and a bunch of other people. Uh, so, But mainly I just want to focus on these two. Not that those other people weren't uh, that good. They add a whole lot to it. But mainly Steven Yoon and Ali Wong, they just – they were the main stars of this. They're phenomenal, incredible. They did really good uh, in this show. And I – Coming into the show, I didn't hear any like advertisement for it. I didn't know what to expect other than just the name and kind of like the air, the vibes they're giving off in the little teaser trailers. But after watching this, I I was hooked after the first episode. It really takes like road rage and mental health issues. Oh, I've seen the trailer. A lot of a lot of factors into into the show and like what becomes a simple little like a person kind of cutting you off type thing, or, or like you're popping out the uh, parking lot and, and, you know, a car just doesn't see you. So you, you, you kind of honk at them. And eventually she like flips the bird at him. And it's just like, it ticks him past like over the top. It like sets his fuse off. So he ends up chasing her, this crazy car chase. And then they end up ruining some dude's garden and this whole <laughs> epic thing. And, 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 <laughs> They track each other's license plate, and then it becomes this little cat and mouse, like, I'm messing with you, you mess with me type thing. And every episode, there's, like, a new uh, step to the beef, and it just gets crazier and crazier. Um, But (laughs) it's just really fun to see how they portray these, like, broken people. He's kind of poor, and she's rich, and how this beef just kind of shows how broken they are but at the same time it's also like a coping mechanism because <laughs> they get thrills out of it like adrenaline mm-hmm. and endorphins of out of just messing with them and that's your like satisfaction <laughs> um like it's it's just phenomenal just seeing them just get back at each other the things they do and <laughs> family gets involved and cops and there's a lot of twists and turns and the, just the way Ali Wong and Steven Yeun bring it to life and how they bond at certain parts. And it it's really just a fun watch through and through. I, I got to give it up to Ali Wong and Steven Yeun. Uh, I saw Ali Wong in Paper Girls and man, she's, she's just not only a funny comedian, yeah. you know, she, she's pretty popular in that regard, but she's been showing some acting chops these, these past couple shows. And, uh, yeah. you know, in Paper Girls, she did a really good job being like the future self. And then, you know, uh, 
I thought she that's was one of the better. Place, be- yeah, that's the first place better I saw because I remember you were saying yeah. she was like a really good comedian and stuff. I was like, all right, let me see what <laughs> this is about. She did a, a phenomenal job in Paper Girls. Yeah, so to see her come here and kind of keep the ball rolling and you really start feeling for her character and just she's very <laughs> real in, in a sense. Or it's She's not reacting or coping like a, a normal person. She's going above and beyond and letting this beef get like the best of her. And and it kind of comes between her marriage and a whole lot of things and, you know, slight spoilers, but it's it's just an all around great show. It, I highly, highly recommend it. Um, What's see, this on? Music? This is on Netflix. Okay. Uh, it was directed by uh, Lee Sung Jin for Netflix. Uh, directed this uh, and I, I gotta give him all the accolades because this was just such a fun watch you know uh, Steven Yoon who is, is Glenn from Walking Dead and he and he has so much more uh, oh, yeah. under his belt I mean he's um, invincible and invincible oh yeah totally and that yeah. man I'm still waiting for that to come back dude that show needs to come back now like, I'm I, done waiting I'm hurting <laughs> for that show like it, <laughs> Any little I might go back to just keep reading the comic because I fell off the comic years ago. I might have to just get back into that. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, but uh, yeah, he was also in like Minari and Nope, a bunch of stuff. That's right, he was in Nope, yeah. So uh, yeah, he's all over the place, man. Twilight Zone. I'm just looking at his stuff now. Wizards, some things. Space Jam. Everybody was in Twilight Zone. I was in Twilight Zone. If you look hard enough. <laughs> so uh, you know, their 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 accolades speak for themselves. They're phenomenal uh, people in Hollywood doing their thing, and this was just another banger. And I give it two thumbs up. Highly recommend. It's uh, just a fun watch through and through. Uh, I can't. I can't speak any highly enough anymore it's just you gotta you gotta go out there and check it out for yourself it's yeah. great great watch that um so, that has one thing like uh what you were saying like basically it starts off with something as simple as minor like uh you know cutting somebody off or whatever um i, I always enjoy seeing that in like whether it's movie shows or anything like it's so cool where something that small could just like truly become like this big thing like uh, uh, a good example is um, like Forrest Gump, one of my well, not even just one of my favorite movies, one of the best movies ever. And um, in Forrest Gump, early on in the movie, you have something like where Forrest can't walk, so he has the leg braces on. And then there's this one tenant that's in the house that's just like, Hey, you walk real funny, kid, let me see you dance. And then, like, he's dancing all weird. And then that guy goes on to become Elvis Presley and he learned his dancing from Forrest with his leg braces. <laughs> so it's like, obviously, it's not real. <laughs> But it's just like you see like moments like that. I always like seeing where it's like something that just this little small moment ends up becoming like this major impactful thing, um, you know, because it's like uh, the butterfly effect where, you know, butterfly flaps his wings. Yeah. yeah. Miles, you know, it's one of those situations where literally anything <laughs> can cause anything. Uh, it's always a cool concept. Yeah. Something so small just creates like a snowball effect. And next, thing you know, yeah. remember butterfly. Remember that movie? Yeah. Yeah. Throwback. A solid man. movie. They made a sequel, you know. Yeah, did they? I don't think I saw it. Unless I'm mistaken, there's three of them. Oh, um, and yeah, only part one is good. <laughs> they had a trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> wow, 
They must have. <laughs> it must have flopped hard because I. They were like straight to like VHS. <laughs> I want to say that's how old it was because I remember. Damn. I remember my dad renting them on at Blockbuster. That's how I found out. Damn. They're like, <laughs> this is an outrage. They probably didn't even rewind their tape. <laughs> um, they were not caught. Shoot. That's an old joke for all those old heads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, oh, there's man. like one blockbuster still, like in Oregon, in Alaska. Oh, Alaska it's is it? I thought I it was. Alaska, I don't. Yeah. I think it. I don't know. It's somewhere like not here, very far. <laughs> somewhere so, like no. I wonder. Is. I wonder how many business like doesn't even get business. It's, it's just like a museum, I guess, at this point. <laughs> I, I I heard somewhere that Netflix is going to stop doing their DVD rentals. Did you know that they were still doing that? <laughs> <laughs> Who's doing that? <laughs> Who's going? Where? Oh my god! That's, so I. That's. Uh, hopefully where do Netflix you even, doesn't like, come apply for, me. for that. <laughs> hopefully Netflix doesn't come for me. I'm pretty sure I still have like the first half of season one from The Sopranos DVD from Netflix. <laughs> I've had that. I mean, when did Netflix start? That's because I got Netflix like when it first started. Like that's when I got it. So it's been over a decade that I've had this DVD. <laughs> You're gonna get like a hundred grand late fee. <laughs> You've had it for twenty years. <laughs> I think Netflix can afford to have me hang on to this DVD. I think they're doing okay. Um, oh, yeah, gaming another movie, another movie that I wanted to mention because uh, we're just talking about Road Rage is a movie called Unhinged with Russell Crowe, and it's like the same thing. Uh, Russell Crowe gets cut off, and then. Uh, instead of creating a beef, though, he just takes it way overboard and like tries to kill her. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, but it's it's crazy, just like you're saying, how like a little a little act can cause devastating repercussions and, and consequences. So it's, <laughs> it makes you think out there, uh, you know, what a little road rage can do. And even oh, yeah. going back to the Wu Tang episode, that one car who was just driving by Ghostface and he oh, just yeah, shot yeah. at like you know any little thing. <laughs> My man's in the car with the Delphonics. <laughs> <laughs> like that happened. That's crazy. Hold up. Da, 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 da. <laughs> just, yeah, oh yeah, crazy, crazy, crazy. Road rage is just a phenomenal topic to just discover. It's very interesting. Anything can come of it. And the show beef just does a, a oh, extraordinary job. An extraordinary job kind of just bringing two two people, two unlikely people together and in the weirdest, most craziest ways. <laughs> um yeah, I might have to look highly recommend. That. Yep, I think I'm gonna end right there on, on this little review. Uh, yeah, sounds good. Back, you know, tidy it back up. Beef, check it out. Ada Wong, Stephen Yoon, and I forgot the director's name. Ali Junsing, something like that. Uh, credits to him. Credits to all of them bringing it together. David Cho's in it. Uh, <clears throat> check it out, guys. Check it out. Yeah. All right, I'm going to close this piece so I can see the camera. Just throwing that out there. Just throwing that out there. I want to see you segue. Okay, okay. Okay, battle on the comment section and uh, we'll beef with you hard you know we'll, we'll bring it to your doorstep we'll go crazy we're gonna that's how we promote our podcast like come talk shit we'll finish it <laughs> yeah and don't we'll start fights in lwg out... we finish them <laughs> and don't forget to check out our social medias you know bring bring 
you know, if you got anything to say about Tetris, holler at us. If you if you want to check out our shorts or all our little kind of personal things we're doing on our on our own individual socials, check us out. Um, yeah, definitely. If you get want a little personal look into our lives, or if you just want like a master view of everything we're doing, just check out our website, LostWiseGuys.com. We have everything there. We have the fantasy league. We got what do we got? We're gonna have future stuff too. Uh, yeah, there's I'm, like there's I'm working. Like a, there's I'm working like a few on. Out there. <laughs> we got some blogs. I'm working on this book. Like once my schooling, you know, fa- fa- uh, kind of calms down, I really have been dying to work on that. Um, I have so many ideas in this book that I'm trying to create, and it's such a fun concept. And I've been listening to a lot of audibles, too, while I'm working in between work to try to get ideas and seeing different types of writing styles, fantasy and Stephen King and, you know, something Asimov, different types of, you know, legendary writers. And so I can't wait to bring all this content. And, you know, the other guys are doing content. We're all doing content. And you could check it out at LosWiseGuys.com. Yeah. And, uh we, we really appreciate the engagement or just the views, anything that you can do to help us. Uh, and pretty much, you know, we appreciate y'all. Thank you for tuning in. If you made it this far, holla at your boy. It's Double D in town. Uh, hopefully, Aslan comes back next week. Uh, He'll you know, fall down the mountain. That's fine. <laughs> he needs a medevac. You know, a helicopter would probably pick him up, if anything. Um, but, but we're going to get him in next week. Uh, hopefully, he's here. Um, uh, what are we doing next week? Uh, Mandalorian? Is we're that what we got in Mandalorian, unless, uh, yeah. unless something changes. Yeah, we're uh, we're gonna be reviewing the Mandalorian. So, uh, if you guys haven't caught up, that goes for us too, because Lord knows I haven't. Go ahead and watch the episodes of the Mandalorian because we're gonna be talking <laughs> about it. We're gonna be spoiling season three for you. Yeah, yeah, of course, we're gonna do some spoils, and yeah. uh, you know, just you just get to hear our input. I think Dan and Eslam have more, uh, you know, knowledge of the Star Wars, uh, universe, but I, you know, I got my two cents. And hey, uh, you watch I all can, the Star I, Wars shows, you're right I there can, with us. <laughs> yeah, I watch them as a as a as like a TV show enthusiast, but I feel like y'all have the background, like Easter eggs, and like it's cool oh, though because you have Empire, a different though, you know. That's, I guess that's what the Los Wise guys are about. Yeah. That's where the wisdom comes from. Different perspective. <laughs> Los Wise guys. That's what we do. We some sassy ass bitches. Come check us out at the Los Wise guys podcast. I don't, yeah, we're Southern. <laughs> also, uh, OBG off. I'm sorry, not. I just started, I just started talking about the. I, I meant to say twitch.tv slash Los Wise guys. I always have the LWG at BGL on the mind, and that's why I'm always winning, guys. It's always on my brain. He's dedicated. He's dedicated. Yep. You, you got to give somebody a chance. <laughs> I'm. I'm. And, uh, this is going to be my toughest year. This is going to be my toughest year. So I, I'm. I'm looking forward to the challenge now. Okay. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I want to see somebody take you off the throne. Maybe. Uh. Maybe next year when I have a little more time and not no schooling because schooling is kicking my butt right now. Not that I'm doing bad, but it's just like mentally exhausting. Oh yeah, you got but, a lot going on. Absolutely. Uh, and I got some. Time, some free time at work. I got to talk to a bunch of just being like in a service industry. Just, just, oh, it's, I hear you. it's not for me, <laughs> but well, I am here and we continue to stride on. And we, we got it. Yeah. So, we, uh, do you, do you want, do you want to do a second set of final thoughts, non Tetris related, or we just want to call it? Um, you lead. You can, you can start this one. I've just been I, recommending things this whole episode. I could keep doing that. Uh, go watch Falling Down. One hell of a movie. <laughs> Came out in like 92 or something. Starring 
starring um oh fuck what's his name what's the, <laughs> what's the name of that guy michael douglas thanks this guy michael, michael douglas <laughs> um it's a movie about a man that just can't take it anymore and there is no better description than that um so highly suggest it one of the greatest movies i've ever seen uh it's a drama it's a very serious drama and it's fucking funny as all hell i mean i might just go watch it now if i have a chance but uh yeah those are my final thoughts go watch go watch falling down final thoughts for me uh i just want to first off i guess want to say happy 420 to all my uh cannabis enthusiasts uh you know i'm gonna go smoke later i got some business to attend to i got some work to 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 finish up and uh you know i just took a little break to record this for y'all but uh, i'm gonna get back into it and i'm gonna get a little something something and enjoy myself and it's gonna be fun um what else also you know, I have a fiance, a girlfriend, a lady woman in my voice, in my in my life, <laughs> in my voice. She's in my voice too. Um, we watched Love Is Blind. She gets me to watch Love Is Blind, and and the reunion episode came out this week. And all I want to say is Netflix. This is the second live like show apparently that you ever did, and y'all bombed so hard. I like took off work to watch this gosh dang Love Is Blind reunion episode at 5 p.m. That y'all explicitly said it was gonna air at, and then I came here, and next thing you know, an hour later, I still don't know if Love Is Blind. I'm just like getting all types of warnings and interruptions, and it was just it was upsetting, and I had to vent. Netflix, you gotta get get that thing on board. If you're gonna if you're gonna advertise a live event, you you better get them servers ready. Children, just like come on, man, get it together, Netflix. You know, billion dollar enterprise. You can't even have a a live TV show. So I had I had to let that out. Um, I just want to let beef. y'all know. Go watch beef on Netflix instead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but the episode came out. Love is Blind came out, and uh, that was probably their most successful season. Uh, moved a lot of heads and uh, you know if anybody else has a girlfriend in their life maybe they can em- empathize with me and share in my the fact that I have to watch this stuff that, that's my final thought no, let's get it together all right I mean I guess I guess we're good there so uh disco already said everything so be sure to like share subscribe do all that good stuff follow us everywhere and uh I guess we're good so uh I guess have a great week Yeah, enjoy. Enjoy yourselves, y'all.